G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, the US media and how they've been covering the election. Uh, Mike puts that, well, he covers them. Um, I'm sure they care. Uh, Naz has a new video out. I know you're excited. It's Singles Day. And uh, what implications does that have for New Zealand Post? But first, a course in COVID economics. I'll tell you what my great hope is that those who have been uh, doing their exams of late, especially the economics-based exams, have been able to at least be taught a little bit and tested on what are truly remarkable times if you think about it. I, I, I somehow don't think the curriculum moves at quite the pace the real world is at the moment, which is an awful shame. To understand what we are currently going through would be invaluable. And today is another important part of that, as we've explained. The Reserve Bank will be detailing a number of groundbreaking ideas, decisions involving negative interest rates and a funding for lending program for commercial banks. How it all works is the key. We have never been here before on either matter, never been close to being here on either matter. These are the most unconventional of unconventional tools, and they are controversial. Australia, for example, seemed determined not to go down the negative interest rate path, and yet we do. Why? The why is important because the consequences are massive. The funding for lending is money and discount rates directly from the Reserve Bank to the commercial banks, as we heard a moment ago, with a view to that money being sent out to keen borrowers to boost the economy. But how and on what? The what is critical because the consequences are critical as well. The very reason we are here is because we are in serious, serious trouble, which is the other part of the equation. The political side. Grant Robertson, for example, told us on the programme this time yesterday things are going better than expected, which to a degree is smoke and mirrors. What we expected was a guess, nothing more. We thought the house would burn down. Turns out it's only two bedrooms, the front room and the kitchen. So, whew, fuel. Uh, the reality is, if things were peachy, Adrian Orr today would have little to do except yak on about the cash rate. Even that at 0.25% is a story in itself. And yet here he is dishing out detail on some of the most draconian fiscal policy we are ever likely to see. And how many of us understand it properly? How many can explain it, given its effects on us all, our jobs, our lives, our futures? My guess is very few have any real idea at all. We're in the middle of history, watching it unfold, and yet sadly my guess is too many of us are bystanders and in no real way participants, which is a shame and a tragedy. The host could be a, a guest tutor. He could teach people COVID economics. He seems to know more about it than just about anybody. Um, and, oh, here's another lesson too in how to cover politics impartially. One of the casualties of the Trump era is the mainstream media, of course, who for reasons best known to themselves continue through their own actions to damage their reputations, values and performance. Now, for the second time in recent days, a number of networks in the States cut away from what was being said at the White House. They cut away over the weekend as well when the president was speaking. The networks decided they didn't like what was being said, didn't agree with it, thought it was false, so that was the end of that. Kayleigh McEnany, White House spokesperson, got the same treatment yesterday. Now, here's the simple truth in a world of misinformation and untruths. Donald Trump is still the president. The official side of the equation has not been sorted and won't be for some days. In other words, the way these things work is that it generally becomes apparent as to what has happened in the election and a series of people, most notably the media, along generally with the parties themselves, accept the outcome. That's slightly different this time. Trump, of course, doesn't accept the outcome and no shortage of people in the Republican Party seem to think, at the very least, he should be chasing some sort of resolution through the courts. But while all that's going on, the last of the votes is still being counted and eventually an announcement will be made on the result. Even at that point, even if Trump loses all his court battles, he is still the president until January next year, and as such, has the right to be treated as president because 
he is. The simple reality is that all over the world, a lot of strange and unusual, often dishonest material is passed off as fact or policy or promises at the highest of levels. The media, especially the mainstream media, who still openly purport to be fair and balanced, have a duty to report it. So this new approach of editing as you go will do them yet more damage in a world where their reputations range from questionable to outright trashed. Another irony, of course, is their ongoing insistence on neutrality when no such thing exists. Uh, They are not fair or balanced, or remotely neutral, the crime being they pretend to be. So let's have some rules, shall we? If you hate Trump, always did, and you're now loving his demise, at least stick your hand up and say so, so that when you cut away from the office of the president, we at least get why. Otherwise, the job remains as it always has, to cover the office, not the resident. To inform, not editorialise, to be impartial in a way that actually shows you are, as opposed to the circus being offered up currently. Yeah, trouble is people are more interested in circuses, aren't they? Haven't been to the circus for ages. Um, now, uh, we've got a, a new song, sounds like the old song, uh, with an old actor and a new artist. This is all going to get a bit confusing, which possibly is why there were technical cock-ups left, right and centre. Trending now on the Mike Hosking Breakfast. Lanaz, Lanaz. Took the music world by storm last year with us. Well, he said, isn't there a better bit to that? Like, you know, get the hook line, man. Where's the hook line? Anyways, back this year, he's releasing a Christmas. Here we go. Here we go. Didn't you put the needle on the right part of the record there? Well, the song's only 1 minute 52 long, so if I cut too much off it, it'll be finished before we... Fair call. Anyway, he's got a Christmas song. It's entitled Holiday. The music video dropped this morning. Yeah, this is a different one, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> when does it start? Tells the story of little Naz arriving in the Wild West and becoming the new Santa and travelling to the future. Now, where's the voice? Where's the voice? Oh, did I? Did I blow it? Can we do it again? Can we do it again so you can hear the voice? Special voice? Hey, it's a holiday. I got holes on Whatever you do, Nas, don't go to 2020. Who's that voice? I'll tell you after the news. It was Michael J. Fox. It was Michael J. Fox. I mean, he only spoke for about two seconds, but in case you're wondering, it was Michael. If, if, if Mike could just read a script, um, there wouldn't have been any problems. Um, I mean, he got the stuff about Singles Day absolutely right, and he doesn't understand anything about that, I wouldn't have thought. All the ins and the outs, it's The Biz on the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. And we wish him well on the tournament as well, of course. Singles Day, biggest single online shopping day in the world, of course, today. Alibaba got it underway back in 2009. Sales topped $46 billion last year. Double Black Friday and Cyber Monday put together 1.9 billion products ordered and delivered last year. This year, we got more than 3 million people. 4,000 planes and cargo ships being used to transport those goods around China and around the world. Biggest uh, big deal here as well. Uh, Eco Store sold more than 340,000 products in 24 hours last year. Uh, the skincare brand Antipodes, easily their biggest sales day of the year. Dairy's huge because the Asians love our products, of course. A2, most in demand Kiwi company last year. Fonterra, their brand's Anchor. Carry Care, 
Massive hit. Welcome to Singles Day, eh? When single, Singles Day comes around, it always reminds me of when I went to the um, the Alibaba convention, um, and which was basically, I don't know what it was. Like I went to it, and I still don't really know what was happening. It was us selling stuff to the Chinese online market, basically. And I have never seen so much baby formula in my life. Like, why don't they know how to make baby formula in China? Why do they have to get it from New Zealand? I don't know, but they just absolutely love it. Baby formula and health pills. Uh, Just remarkable. And people dressed up as mascots. Uh, But yes, anyway, so if you order something uh, for Singles Day, uh, when will it arrive? Or will it ever arrive? Uh, Speaking of Christmas, New Zealand Post. Uh, Singles Day is the start of their Christmas season. 20% more packages than this time last year. Singles Day is huge. And here's my problem for New Zealand Post, of course, is they struggled during lockdown. During the peak of the lockdown, they processed 2 million packages a week. They reckon they're going to be doing about 1.5 to 1.6. They expect to process 85 million parcels overall this year. So their business is booming, so that side of it's good. But I hope they're up for it and the parcels arrive on time, as they say. Yeah, I don't think Mike's ever forgiven New Zealand Post for his uh, sneakers not arriving. And he had to go out and buy the same sneakers from an actual shop. And then the sneakers arrived, so he ended up having two pairs of sneakers. Um, I feel like the delivery times have got better. Like, if that's one thing that's come out of COVID, uh, I think New Zealand Post has actually sharpened up their act. Mind you, I say that now. Haven't got to Christmas yet. I am Glenn ZB. Send any parcels you have for me now. Don't delay. And I'll see you back here again with another rewrap tomorrow.